One of the jobs that a pastor has is to feed the flock of God. The food that he gives must be nutritious, but also he must have a good way to deliver the food to the flock. What we're going to cover today at the Better Sundays podcast are five different ways to deliver good food to your congregation. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. Mike Holmes here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Today, we're talking about the pastor and his preaching, and more specifically, about the utensils or the way a pastor delivers the food to his congregation. You know, when I was a kid, I worked out at a big old purebred Hereford farm. We had about 200 mama cows we had to feed every day. And one of the ways that we fed them was just throwing them bales of hay. And uh, we found the easiest way to do this was to put all the hay on the wagon and sometimes you'd have you know 20 30 bales of you know alfalfa there and we would go out into the fields and this is kind of in the winter time when they're not just grazing on the grass and we go out in the fields there and we would put the truck into gear and you'd hop out the door of the truck you put it in four-wheel drive low so it kind of creep real slow and you'd hop out of the truck and you'd jump back and you'd hop on the feed wagon <laughs> sounds kind of dangerous probably was but the feed wagon would kind of you know the truck would jump pull the wagon across the field these are great big fields there's nothing to run into and we would stand out there and we would throw those bales out there as far as we could so it spread out there and the cows would all then all come a running and they would feed it was important for us not only to have good food but to deliver the food. Today we want to talk about five different ways that you can deliver a sermon. Now there are many other ways to this and some of these ways you'll do across one sermon or you'll do across a series of sermons but I want to give you what we call the utensils here and this is the pastor and his preaching and we're dealing with the ser- what we call sermon utensils. So let's go through a, a couple of these. Some of these might be very familiar with with you. You're probably familiar with alliteration, and this is where everything kind of starts with the same letter or, you know, the same couple of letters. And we all know about the, you know, being delivered from the, you know, the power of sin and the penalty of sin, and someday we'll be delivered from the presence of sin. And, you know, you're probably familiar with how those work. We see alliterations, and they're often used, and and to be honest, I think probably overuse some uh, in, in some of our circles, and they're okay, all right? But there are some other things. If you're going to to be solving problems every Sunday, there are a couple other ways that you can deliver your sermons, and you need to kind of mix these up. If you use one method all the time, uh, it's just like if you had to eat everything with a fork and never got a chance to use a knife or a spoon, uh, it'd be kind of a little difficult. So the idea is to kind of change some things up. So let me give you a couple of the other ones here. The first one, of course, alliteration. The second one is sequences. Now, sequences are where something is kind of in a narrative order already, a historical books preach well this way. The Gospels kind of kind of go through and, you know, Jesus was young, Jesus was middle aged, and then Jesus, you know, in his later age, uh, you know, kind of, you know, you could talk about, you know, the evolution of, 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 you know, Peter from his young man and how he became this. And then after Pentecost, you can kind of go through and see how some of those things are sequential. Um, the book of Revelation has a lot of sequence in it. And of course, uh, some of the, the Old Testament books, you kind of go through the kings and, you know, work your way through chronology. Um, these are good sequence 
influences are, are good. They kind of help people get bigger pictures. The next one, though, is one that's one of my favorites, and I think it's something that needs to be used. And this is the idea of steps, teaching steps. And this is where you kind of cumulative thing. The sequences are kind of obvious. They're out there. You can kind of see how they happen. You might be putting together, you know, stages of a person's life. David, when he was a shepherd boy, and David as a king, and then David as a, you know, the older king. Uh, you might kind of put that together in a bigger, uh, you know, bigger picture thing. They're, those are the obvious. The steps, though, are ones where you have kind of come up, and you're giving the sense of these scriptures, and you're teaching someone you need to do this, then you need to do this, then you need to do this. And there are a few places in the scripture where there are steps that are already kind of outlined, uh, uh, you know, add to your faith virtue, etc. There's some things there. But some of these would be steps on, you know, how to be, a, you know, a godly parent and, you know, three steps towards raising, you know, your children uh, to love the Lord or, you know, whatever. There'd be three steps to overcoming bitterness or whatever. And you can, again, go to the scriptures and you can exposit the scriptures, but take those and try to create some steps. And that's where we come up with this every Sunday solve a problem. Now, the next couple here are ones that are sort of uh, involved, and you can kind of add these to these. Um, again, sometimes sermons have uh, several different parts to them. The next one is what we call the engagement. And engagement is where the people are engaged with you, and you're using this as a technique as you're delivering. Many pastors will be speaking, and they'll say, amen, you know, or can I hear an amen? <laughs> They're doing that for the engagement purpose. In other words, someone's going, yes. I, you, you can also tell when people are with you. You can see their head bobbing. That's a very common thing. You look at people. In fact, I'll give you a little hint. If, if you kind of give a very positive statement, say this, we all need to serve God in our families. Our family's number one. Amen. And you kind of do that and you kind of bow your head and all of a sudden everyone's head's going up and down. That's an engagement technique and that's part of your delivery there. The idea of having them take notes or fill in blanks or whatever, you know, it's things that they are doing there. There's a use of what we call inductive uh, questions and inductive stuff, and we're going to talk about that when we get to illustrations. So we're not even really talking about illustrations uh, at this point. We'll get to that in a couple of sessions here. But induction is where you're telling a story, and they are they're getting it, and they're understanding, and they're going, yes, I know where the end of that is, and their mind is running ahead of you, and they are fully engaged in that story. So that's a, just a great little uh, a technique there. It's the idea of, of having uh, engagement. And, and, and concerning engagement, I have a, a sheet that I want to uh, get, tell you about. It, it's a, I think I've got it here. Oh, nuts. I left it somewhere else. Okay. I'll put a picture of it up here. Um, <clears throat> but I have an engagement sheet. There's several ways to have engagement and you can find that at reachkeep.com and, uh, slash engagement. And, uh, I'll, I'll put a picture of it up here in just a, in just a bit for you. So this is the idea of getting people engaged in, in your entire Sunday service is what we teach, but also just in your sermon. The last one here is the idea of involvement, okay? And this is where you actually get people involved in the message or in part of your plan to, again, engage them and to deliver things is to have people involved. Now, there's some real obvious ways of this. We do this by singing. We have people. People don't just come to church and hear the Bible read or, or preached. They get involved, so they sing, okay? That would be one thing. Uh, singing special numbers is very good. Um, quoting scripture 
pictures is very good. In fact, a very excellent technique that will kind of keep people on their toes and kind of awake is if you have two or three really good scriptures that you're going to be sharing during your your sermon, okay, you can pre-print those out on a piece of paper and you can say, and you can be partway through point two and say, and now Brother Bob, why don't you read that Galatians chapter five verse that I gave you? And he would stand and read it out loud. Okay. Many times people read the scripture ahead of the sermon, and that's another way of, of kind of having that involvement. But you can do this two or three times during a message where someone is actually saying the scripture verses right there. Another excellent way of doing involvement, a technique, is to have someone give a testimony that has to do with what you are teaching on. So, for example, say you um, had a, a, a real difficult, or you're preaching on, you know, bitterness or something. Someone had a real difficulty, you know, forgiving somebody and how they can get the victory and how wonderful the victory is. You might have somebody that maybe forgave like their father, or maybe there was some type of, you know, abuse in the past and they were hurt or whatever. And you know that testimony, and you know that that would work really well. You can add that to into your sermon and say, and now, you know, Brother Sam's going to come up here. Brother George is going to come up here. Sister so-and-so is going to come here. And I have them write it out ahead of time so that they know where they're kind of going. And I've approved this. And they read, you know, when I was young, I got beat up by somebody. They were a bully to me. I never forgave them, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they go through and they kind of tell their story, how they got the victory and how they were set free. Many people have great stories, okay? And we know how stories are. Jesus used stories all the time. Those stories then can be told out there, and that is another way of involvement. Again, all of these techniques, and you can use all of these, are they're kind of like um, utensils. Oh, here's my engagement thing I wanted to tell you about. Uh, idea sheet for better engagement is at reachkeep.com slash engagement. And uh, I'll make sure that uh, we put a link to that in our show notes so that you can find that. But th this is a great thing to help you with the engagement. The, the sermon utensils, though, are kind of like, uh, like say, you probably have seen when little kids are holding a, a fork trying to get it in. They got those little bent forks, you know, it's kind of help the, help the kid kind of eat the food. We need to make sure that we are delivering it in the right way. And Nehemiah talked about the, the men of God kind of gave the sense. In other words, they kind of talked about how they delivered the scripture. They didn't just stand up and, and read it nonstop. Reading the scripture is great. And of course, as I mentioned, have people read it. Okay. But you kind of want to give the sense. And these are five different ways you can do this. Now, there are many other ways, the techniques that we have that we use all the time. And if you're interested in learning some of these techniques or trying to, if you got a sermon, you're really trying to figure out how to do this, then probably what you need to do is get involved uh, in our, our coaching here and sign up for that at reachkeep.com slash preaching. And we have this, the, the pastor is preaching. We're going to do some Zoom-based coaching. We're signing up people now. You can go there and we will uh, let you know some more details about it. This is sort of a wait list right now. But we'll get you some information, and we are helping pastors to deliver sermons. Met with a guy just the other day, talked about where he's going with his sermons and where he's going over the next month or two or three, you know, with, with kind of some of that. And we talked about that evaluation process. And sometimes pastors need someone to bounce some of that stuff off of. 
That's what we are here for. And then to help you kind of develop those different techniques. And of course, we're content. We're talking about content here. We're talking about illustrations. We're talking about an action plan with your sermons. All of these are part of the nine fundamentals uh, of, of, of preaching, pastoral preaching. So we want you to get involved. So you can go again to uh, this page right here, reachkeep.com slash preaching, and go ahead and get on our wait list and we'll see you there. So anyway, if this has been helpful for you, I appreciate it. Leave a comment. I appreciate the comments that come on our YouTube page. Also, um, hit the share button. Uh, subscribe if you've never done that. We appreciate all of that. That helps us get the word out, helps other preachers do a good job of feeding the flock of God. So anyway, uh, if you haven't met me, Mike, I didn't even introduce myself, but uh, Mike Holmes here at Sinclair Baptist Church at reachkeep.com. And we're so thankful that you've joined us here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com.